Welcome to the Edge Talk Radio Network, your weekly source for information, empowerment, and connection. The Edge Magazine and its advertisers bring you inspired interviews and conversation on learning and healing, on our sacred journey, and on topics that expand beyond time and space. Now, welcome today's host. Good evening, everyone. Thanks for joining us for our podcast tonight. Uh, for tonight's topic of Channeling with the Collective, we have decided to um, have a conversation about relationships. We've got a really great course coming up in September called Higher Frequency Relationships. And uh, the Collective has really spent a lot of time talking to us about relationships and how important that they are to our spiritual growth. So uh, what we've decided to do is to put together a broadcast for you tonight uh, where you can hear from the collective, um, not only about this course, but about, you know, their take on human relationships. And also, um, we've got a really great treat. We have a friend of ours, Karen Canales, who's going to be joining us. Karen has actually taken the Higher Frequency Relationship course, and she's been working with the collective for a while now. Um, so we asked her to come on the show with us to be able to interact with them and interact with us and uh, help you to have a better understanding um, about the course that we have coming up. She's going to give us some feedback on that. Karen, would you like to say hi to our listeners? Yes. Hi, my name is Karen and I'm pleased to be here with everybody. Yeah, thank you. Rick, do you want to say hi to everybody tonight? Hello, everybody. Welcome. Look forward to being with you tonight. I think the subject matter that we're going to be covering tonight is just one of the most important ones for us at this time. Uh, we've done a class on relationships before and I was very touched by it and looking forward to doing another one. So Rick, do you mind me asking, um, you know, as you and I do these courses, we're impacted by it too. You know, oh, we work with the collective every day and I'm their channel, but that doesn't mean that I don't pay attention to the information or that there is an information I'm channeling that, that I myself might need uh, to have a more quality life. So can you give the listeners any idea of, you know, how did it go for you in the course? Did you have any aha moments? Oh yeah, yeah, you know, especially when it came to uh, my childhood uh, in that relationship that I had with my parents uh, really opened my eyes to how it affected, you know, the rest of my life. That was, I think, was one of my biggest aha moments. And uh, we learned too, you know, just like you were saying, uh, you know, we might be behind the mics, but when it's all done, we've been listening and, and asking the collective our own questions. And, you know, we learn an awful lot from these classes. Yeah. One thing I really enjoy is, um, you know, we try to create an environment that's intimate. We limit the class to 15 participants and no more. And um, the way the class gels together over that eight weeks to support one another, I think was one of the things that I got out of it that, um, that just was really touching and heartwarming. Everybody's very encouraging to one another, um, really sharing their experiences because they're there to make a change. You know, they've made the commitment to do that. And uh, just the fact that the students come together and support one another and share their lives in a free way so that we all can learn from one another, um, I think is one of the greatest things about the courses that we do. We're not just covering relationships, we're building relationships while we're doing it. And it really creates a community uh, where people can feel comfortable to share what's going on with them and to get some help with it. You know, the other thing too is, you know, they, everybody was sad the course was over. You know, not sad like, you know, that they didn't get anything out of it, but just they really were enjoying the growth they were getting. And like you just said, the relationships that they've started bonding with the other people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing when you do any of these courses uh, or any of the teaching with the collective 
it's not like we just listen to it and then uh, and then we're fixed. You know, the listening is just the first step and the learning, you know, is the first step. It's the real application to your life and the fact that that takes a little while. It takes a little while to go through the process of looking at things the way that they look at things and being objective about our own lives enough to examine our relationships and say, you know, what did I learn in this course? What did I learn from them about human relationships that I can then apply so that my relationships going forward are different? You know, you don't, you don't go through the course and just jump to another course right away. It's great to go through the course and, and we kind of miss each other, but it takes some time to do the application. Karen, can, can you speak to that? Absolutely. Um, learning the concepts week after week in the class um, really helped me to realize what I was doing um, in my relationships. And I would have to stop and think, okay, what did we learn last week? Ah, okay, let's go back and, and rethink about how this conversation just went with my friend. And what did, you know, what can I use from the class to help me with this whole relationship? So it's an ongoing process. The learning is an ongoing process and the realization is an ongoing process as well. So I wanted to ask you a couple questions. Would you be willing to share with our listeners, is there anything that you learned in the higher frequency relationship class that you really didn't expect? I mean, something that just kind of took you by surprise where you went, wow, I, I never thought of it that way. Yes, um, the law of attraction. I just thought the law of attraction was more for like manifesting stuff. I didn't realize that it, it's part of relationships as well. So that was a big uh, moment for me to go, oh my gosh, that's what I'm using as I'm creating these relationships and sustaining these relationships is actually the law of attraction. You know, I can remember uh, in the course that you were in, I'm so glad that you brought this up. Rick and I were just discussing this right before we, uh, right before we sat down. I think, there, I think people struggled with that whole concept that a relationship is a creation, that your frequency attracts it to you. Our programming, you know, what we believe about ourselves and relationships in general that we, you know, kind of learn from family and society and all the different ways that we're affected and, and form our belief systems. All of that affects our frequency and then we're drawing a relationship to us. So as we went through this class, we kind of deconstructed that, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's really the process that we use. We deconstructed relationships. We went over self-awareness and objectivity and expectations and boundaries and, and all of these different things. And it kept coming to the surface that people were very uncomfortable with the idea that we can choose relationships that serve us. Do you remember that in your class, that there was a couple of people that they said, you know, I just never thought of it that way. I've always had this value system that said that relationships just come to you and you do the best you can and the more spontaneous they are, you know, the better it is. Do you remember the collective using that example? Well, you know, if you went to buy a car, would you look at it that way? Would you just walk onto the lot and say, wow, you know, the next car the, the, the salesman drives up in front of me will be the one for me. You know, we don't do anything that way, the way we do it with relationships. <laughs> and that was, that was probably my biggest aha moment as well, with the whole law of attraction and the fact that you can be deliberate about drawing to yourself a relationship, not just a love relationship, but any relationship, friends, family, anything, work. Draw it in a way and with a frequency where you're drawing something to you that's really going to be great for your life. 
you know, we're just not that deliberate about it. We tend to kind of take our relationships as they come. And then when we start to struggle with them, we wonder why. And we don't realize we are creating them. We're just doing it by default because we don't think of the law of attraction as applying to relationships. What was your take on that, Rick? You know, for me, when I first started understanding the vibrations that we're in and that my law of attraction was strictly money, <laughs> you know, finance, <laughs> and, you know, and, you know, and different things like that. I never, I agree with Karen. I never thought once that had to do with relationships or anything like that. That's wonderful. Thanks for sharing you guys. So Karen, I, I wanted to ask you too, for the sake of people listening, you know, we're doing the channeling, which we are going to get to here in a moment. We're going to bring the collective in and ask them some questions so that you guys, um, can do a little learning on relationships, uh, not just to consider taking the course, but just to be able to listen to them and what they have to say on that for, the, for your own benefit. What was it like to work with them, Karen? You know, a lot of people aren't used to listening to channeling, then they start to listen. You know, I, I have people, uh, all kinds of clients who do private sessions with the collective and they're always very nervous. You know, I always have to go through a little thing in the beginning to help them to feel comfortable. Would you be willing to share just, you know, in the, in the course of, of the class that we did, how was it for you working one-on-one -on -one with them and, and just how you felt about that? Sure. Um, it was very easy working with the collective. You don't need a huge backstory with them because they know your frequency. So they know your, your life and, and things that are going on. So that is the first wonderful thing about that because you know, you can rely on the fact that um, whatever you're telling them, they already know the frequency in which you created that relationship. So they can, they can really stop and analyze and give you some pointers and, and a thought process of why you did some of the things or thought some of the things in these relationships. So that was refreshing because you know, you don't have to sit there and tell them or analyze from your own perspective. You're getting a higher perspective of how the relationship works. And, and that's awesome. That just makes it comfortable and easy and smooth. You know, the, the collective can be pretty candid. How did you feel about that? How did yep. you feel about them looking at your relationships and saying, you know, because I got this feedback from a lot of people, you know, they sent me emails after or called me and said, you know, they really said some things to me that were kind of hard to hear. But at the end of the day, I had to admit the advice that they were giving me was good advice. I think, you know, our relationships, we hold those close to our heart in relationships with people. And we're kind of putting ourselves on the line, hoping uh, that they'll like us like we like them and care about us like we care about them. There's a certain amount of risk involved in relationships. And there's a little bit of risk involved in coming into this type of a forum in the higher frequency relationships class and really being real about what it is that you have going on so that you can get some help. So, you know, how did you feel about the quality of the communication and, and the fact that they're so candid? I think um, I was ready for them to be candid. I was a point in, you know, in a point in my life where I didn't want to beat around the bush anymore. I wanted somebody to be open and honest with me. And was it sometimes difficult? Yeah. But you know what? That's where I think the real true self-introspection comes in is when somebody can be that honest with you that you really have to take a look at your, your part of the relationship, your responsibility in the relationship. So it could have been a little difficult at times, but you know what? 
bring it because that's where the growth is. And that's where the growth was for me. Yeah. Did you feel like we provided a safe space for you to do that? Yes. Yes. And I think, um, I think we quickly saw within us the, the group dynamics of all the participants um, that were more alike than we are different. And that made it very comfortable uh, space and safe space for us because we're all just trying to achieve the same thing. Yeah. I tend to think, too, that the, uh, the collective draws together people who can learn from one another. I see that continually when, uh, when we do these classes and these workshops is, you know, somebody will have a situation and there's another person that has the same situation and they can speak to each other about it and share their perspectives on it. And it, it never ceases to amaze me that there's just these like circumstances that kind of come together. And maybe some of that's the law of attraction. Uh, some of it is the collective, I think, drawing people to themselves who will be the best fit in these courses with one another to be able to get the most out of it. Also, um, when the day is done, even though, you know, we jokingly use the word, we got spanked a little, you know, <laughs> like but when the day is done, you know that everything they said was in love. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you never leave with a negative feeling about anything that the collective brings. Yeah, they're always the first ones to say, you know, we're here to help you to realize how to take everything to a higher frequency, not just your relationships, but they're the first ones to say, castigating yourself, feeling bad about it, judging yourself is just not the way to go. It's not a loving thing to do. It's not helpful to resolving issues, no matter what they are. And, uh, you know, I've grown a lot being their channel, listening to that message. Uh, I think I can honestly say I, I like me more now than I did when I first started to channel. I'm gentler with myself. I treat myself with more compassion. And uh, that leads to doing the same for others as well. I think you guys would maybe agree with me on that, that the longer that we learn from them, uh, the more compassionate we become, not just with ourselves, but with other people in our lives. I agree totally. Yeah. So why don't we, um, why don't we move into the channeling? What we did was we tried to put together some questions that we felt would be some of the most asked questions that our listeners would have, uh, just so you can kind of get the collective's take on relationships as a whole. And uh, then we'll come back together at the end and uh, just talk a little bit more about the course that we have coming up. Karen, I want you to feel free to just jump in and ask any questions that you have. If something comes to mind that you think that our les listeners would want to know, then by all means, uh, chime in. All right. Thank you. Okay. All right. So for the sake of our listeners, uh, when I channel, I, you're just going to hear me breathe for a few seconds. They're going to come in and, and, you know, they kind of just greet everyone and then we jump in with questions. So. I'll see you guys in a little bit. Yes, Kelly, we are here. We are appreciative of the opportunity to be with you this evening. You have questions. Yes, Collective. Thank you very much for being with us tonight. Uh, we're going to be talking about our higher frequency relationship course that's coming up. This was the first course that you asked us to create. Can you tell us why you felt that was so important? Your relationships are the means of your growth as a spiritual being while you are upon the earth plane. It is important that you understand that you are connected to all that is. When you come into human bodies uh, as energy with consciousness, this is what you are, you are energy with consciousness. When you come into a human body, uh, 
there is a lack of remembering what you are and who you are for a period of time. First, when you come in, you're very aware of it as children. Uh, it is very quickly, unfortunately, programmed out of you, the divine aspect of you, uh, within your societal, familial, and religious constructs. Um, you are taught as children uh, what is acceptable and what is not, and you know, that can take a very wide range depending on the family you are living within and the societal and religious constructs that you are raised within, you see. So you then become an adult and you have been programmed. You have been programmed. Uh, this is the word that we use. We use it very deliberately. Uh, our channel, previous to being our channel and doing this for a living, uh, she was a computer programmer. She would sit down and write code as to what she wanted the computer to do at any point in time. And uh, that code would then execute and uh, the results uh, would come to fruition. It is no different with the programming that you receive from your families, from one another, from your society. It has been going on upon the earth plane for a very long period of time. You have are coming out of the third dimension, moving into the fifth. The fourth dimension being the dimension of spiritual awareness. That is the dimension hmm, when things begin to gel, yes? When you begin to come into an awareness of your own divinity. And you begin to look around you and see that the programming that you have received that perhaps you are or are not aware of uh, is no longer serving you. You begin to view yourself as being divine. You begin to not want to any longer have others telling you what to think and how to feel and what to do. And you are seeing much manifestation of this very principle upon the earth plane at this point in time. As you look around your world, it can look somewhat chaotic. Um, there are some dealing with the fifth dimensional energies that the earth is now traveling in. Uh, some of you are dealing with it much better than others of you. It is a frequential thing and how each of you respond to that frequency is going to be very unique. Your relationships are what we consider a remnant. It's not really a remnant and that you are connected to all that is always, but you don't have a perception of it always when you are in a human body. Your relationships are the outshowing of the remnant of your understanding as a divine being, of your connectivity to one another as beings of energy and consciousness, your connectivity to us, your connectivity to source, and to all that is. Uh, would you agree with us? None of you are living in this world alone. You could be lonely, but you are not in this world alone. You are intricately connected to your societies and your families and your structures that you live within every day. Uh, and this very much affects your sojourns upon the earth plane. It affects your understanding of your own lives, whether or not you grasp that you have been programmed and whether or not you understand that you are working within those programs until you realize that that is what is happening and you make a conscious decision to move outside of it. And that is really why we wanted you to formulate a process of learning, uh, uh, where we would interact with individuals on a variety of topics that we have chosen uh, to help you to realize, uh, number one, that the programming is there uh, for you to be able to evaluate whether or not how you have been programmed or your current perceptions of relationships, whether or not that's really serving you, yes, whether it's bringing into your life relationships that are bringing you joy and love or whether you continue to attract to you 
that which you don't really want, that which is uh, not helping you to be happy and healthy and, and having a beautiful experience. Uh, we also wanted a construct in which we could work with you over a period of time. Much of what we teach you, uh, there are new concepts. Even for those of you who think you have been metaphysical for a very long period of time, uh, we're telling you fifth dimensional energy changes everything. You will find that what we teach hmm, does not necessarily replace what you already know. It is meant to be an addition to it, a broader perspective, perhaps, of an understanding of any given concept. Because as you are traveling in the fifth dimensional energy that is about the earth plane, it is affecting you on all levels. You are literally, the race of human beings upon this planet are becoming more intelligent every day. You are becoming more autonomous and independent every day. Your bodies are changing at the molecular level to move you into a fifth dimensional frequency uh, whereby those bodies can survive in a fifth dimensional frequency about the earth plane. Uh, that frequency began upon the earth plane in 1987 and the earth was fully immersed in fifth dimensional energy in 2012. You're only a few years into uh, being immersed in fifth dimensional energy and it is growing stronger on a daily basis. This is one of the reasons why you see much chaos around you. Frequency has a very real effect upon the human mind. And uh, understanding your own divinity and bringing your divinity a greater measure of it to bear upon your human experience is how you will navigate these energetic changes upon the earth plane. So there will be some of you who are willing to make a commitment to work with us over a number of weeks that we may follow up with you, continue to interact with you, answer your questions on this topic of relationships over a long enough period of time for there to come to fruition in actual change. Uh, we appreciate uh, all of you who are going to be listening to our message that we are delivering tonight, but we're telling you on most of the concepts that we teach, they run very deep. We don't just talk about minor things. We are here to usher the human civilization into the fifth dimension. That's what we are here to do. And the things that we are talking to you about are profound and they run deep. And they take some work, you see. It takes some commitment to work with us uh, over a period of time to bring about the change that you desire, you see? So when we brought the idea to you, we wanted you to know that we are willing to make a commitment to those who are willing to make a commitment to their own learning and to their own expansion on this topic. Uh, there is no aspect of your life where you are not in relationship with another human being. And um, many of you in metaphysical circles, you spend so much time focusing on the esoteric that you sometimes do not spend enough time focusing on the issues in your personal lives that are right in front of you because you don't think of them as being divine. We're telling you, you are a divine being inside of the human body. Everything you do is divine. Your body itself is divine. It's all made up of the same energy from source that is a pure love frequency. Uh, all of it can be transformed, you see, into a higher experience. But you're never doing that alone because you are profoundly connected to one another. Your perception of human relationships is very different than your actual energetic connection to one another as energy with consciousness. You're experiencing that connectivity in a very different way inside of those human bodies. And for some of you, we think you would agree with us, it's not going very well. 
It doesn't make us happy to see that. If there is something that we can do to help, we wish to step in and to do the teaching and mentoring that is necessary, you see. The ones you understand that you're drawing your relationships to you as a creation, no different than any other creation, it will open your eyes to the patterns and the programming in your life that isn't serving you. And if it isn't serving you in your relationships, chances are it's not serving you in any other area of your life either. So relationships are profound. They are the hmm, means by which the soul expands upon the earth plane. And as we have said, they are incredibly important to all of you because deep in your memories, in your subconscious, in your akash, you have many words for it. Uh, you know that you are intricately connected to one another, that there are real relationships and understandings and um, other types of energetic constructs on the other side of the veil that come to fruition inside of these human bodies in a much different way in materiality, you see. Uh, you talk about soul groups, you talk about family, you know, all of these things, basically what they have in common is relationship. Do you understand? Yes, and I want to ask you a question about families, but first I'd like to ask, you know, we see so many people who are sad or lonely or just unfulfilled in their relationships. What are the greatest hurdles for us in forming lasting, loving relationships? Your greatest hurdle is that you don't give yourself permission to create them with purpose and deliberateness. You're speaking of this one to the other uh, before we began to channel. We'd like to address that now for a moment. You know, you think if you were to pursue a relationship with the same single-mindedness as you pursued buying a house or buying a car or the other types of manifestation that you link to materiality, that somehow this makes you a cold-hearted person, that somehow, you know, the romanticism, not just of a love relationship, but of the Hmm. the spontaneity perhaps of how relationships come about for human beings would be ruined. We're telling you, you're already attracting every relationship that you have. You're already doing it. We're not telling you you're going to begin to create relationships by speaking to us about it. We are telling you you're already doing it. And for the vast majority of you, you're doing it by default, which is why it's not working out very well. So on this topic of the manifestation of relationships, you need to be deliberate about it. And most of you, your, your biggest hurdle is that you will not allow yourself to do this. The other aspect of it that is very difficult is that you do not see your own programming. When it comes to relationships, what are relationships to human beings? They are a mirror. When you look into the face of another and you read upon their face what you think is your value, whether or not they love you, whether or not they like you, whether or not they're mad at you, whether or not they're happy or sad as a result of being in a relationship with you, these are the ways that you measure your own worth. Each of you is a mirror to the other, is what we're telling you. And by being more deliberate about who you are in relationships with and how you are treating one another, what you're expecting from one another, this entire process of relationships and using it as a way to judge self can be set aside, you see. When you are wanting the very best for self and you are deliberately drawing the very finest relationships that you can, will it not be your expectation that the relationship will be very excellent? Yes, because we're going to teach you how to do that. 
Now, what you do now is you get into a relationship and right away there's fear, is there not? Will this person like me? I think I like them. Do they like me? And again, we're not just talking about love relationships. There are some of you who are friends with people who treat you horribly. And you're only friends with them because you're afraid what your life will be like if you're not. Or they are one who is influential within a particular group of people that you want to be a part of because you do not want to be alone. Yes? Many of you allow your families to mistreat you because you cannot picture yourself having a healthy, happy life outside of your familial structure if it becomes necessary to do so. We're telling you the vast majority of your relationships are run on fear. Fear of what does it mean about me if someone else reacts to me in a certain way? What will happen if I lay down a boundary that says, you will never mistreat me again because I will not allow it? Most of you run in fear when we talk to you this way because you believe that your happiness is dependent on whether or not those around you want to bestow their love upon you. And you do not understand that by not loving self, you have attracted to self others who don't love you. When you don't love you, others don't love you. And that isn't because you're not lovable. It's because law of attraction says you attract a like frequency. That's all it is. But you see, you internalize it. You look at your experience and you reach the wrong conclusions about how that experience came to you. And because of that, you cannot release the programming that created the frequency in the first place and brought you what you didn't want. And the more that happens, the more you fall into the pattern of, and I think that you would agree with us that your relationships, for all of you, they have patterns. Those listening this evening, whether you want to take a course on relationships or not, you should be examining. If I have a relationship that I'm not happy with, perhaps the first thing to do is to ask yourself, how many relationships am I not happy with and what do they have in common? Because there's going to be a common thread running through all of them because you are functioning at a frequency that is drawing that to you. Now, we're not saying... Um, that another human being is not responsible for their own behavior. We're saying the attraction and the original connection of one human being to another is happening via frequency. A frequency goes out and it is discerned and matched by the frequency of another and then a relationship begins. That can happen at a very high frequency where what is being attracted is a very fine thing. That can also happen at a very low frequency where what is being attracted is not a very fine thing. We're not here to judge the quality of your relationships. We try to stay away from the morality of it all, you see. But you hurt each other deeply through your relationships. Your perceptions are skewed. You are telling yourselves what we would consider flat-out blatant lies about who you really are and what you really want. And because of that, you're continually drawing to you what isn't serving you, you see? So the biggest hurdle to get over is to let go forever of the belief that your worth or your value or whether or not you are lovable is discerned by the look on another human being's face when they look at you or how they interact with you. There can be a level of frequency going on between you and another person that has absolutely nothing to do with your personal value. All of you are aspects of source. Source wanted to have an experience of itself, and it created all of you and all of us. 
You are an aspect of God. You are God. You have the character of God. You have the creative ability of God. And when we say God, we're using this word for your benefit. You're so used to deifying everyone and thinking you're not worthy of the love of the one who created you. How, how are you even going to get over that? That's really the belief system most of you come into this world with. And it is perpetrated and reinforced to you over and over again by your society and by your family. And we're telling you it's a lie. Your worth is boundless and has never been in question with source or with us. You're doing that to one another. We're not doing it to you. Source is not doing it to you. That love frequency that you were created in goes on forever. And it's not a matter of forgiving you. It's not a matter of judging you. None of that is true. You're a divine being. But if you do not value yourself, you will not draw relationships to you where others will value you. Because the law of attraction is always working. The law of attraction is never not working. So the biggest hurdle is your own perceptions. And those perceptions have been programmed into you. And we seek through our interaction with you to teach you how to release them so that what you think of you is your own choice. The life you want is your own choice. And you begin to function in a frequency to draw it to you with a deliberate intent. Do you understand? Yes, but what about families? I think our listeners would agree that families seem to be a really challenging relationship construct. What role does our families play in our relationships throughout our lives? Mm. Well, they are the first indication of whether or not you are loved, yes. When you look upon the earth plane at all that is going on with the children, there is cause for concern there, is there not? You see, parents, parents are just programmed individuals who will bring children into the world and pass along the same programming until one of you decides that you are a divine being and decides to let it go, decides to step out of that paradigm, decides to no longer dance the dance of the family. You know, the family dances around one another and everyone knows their role, yes, because these roles have been programmed into you from the time that you were an infant. Then you become an adult and you go out into the world and you figure out very quickly that the world doesn't necessarily operate like your family but that has been your programming for the entirety of your life at that point. Your familial programming is very difficult for you to set aside because it's also all wrapped up in obligations and expectations, yes? These are two topics that we cover in this course on relationships. And one of the reasons that we do is that all aspects of the earth plane, all belief systems upon the earth plane must be brought must be brought up against your divinity and evaluated accordingly. If your parents have said to you, we have an expectation that no matter how terrible we treat you, that you will always be here for us until the day we die. For, for to be our punching bag, yes, for us to be judging you and always telling you what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong to make sure that you always are acceptable to us. This is what parents do. And you go about your life, and the older you get, the more that rubs you the wrong way, yes? But many of you will not exit that family. You will not confront it. You will not place a boundary. You will not say to these ones, you're never going to speak to me that way again. I am a divine being, and so are you. I'm willing to respect that aspect of you as long as you respect that aspect of me. 
there now needs to be respect between us or there's going to be some consequences for that. You don't allow yourself to set boundaries with others, with family, uh, because you believe, it is a belief you are holding, that that's an unloving thing to do. The only person not being loved is you. By failing to set a boundary, you're failing to honor self. You're failing to love self. So you do not inhabit a frequency of loving and respecting yourself. So you are unable to draw to you others who will love and respect you. You need to understand it all begins with you. One of the things that we teach you where your family is concerned is you're going to have to make up your mind, who do you want to be? Because on the other side of the veil, they're not your family. You talk much within your metaphysical circles about soul family. And we really believe you have it all perverted. All you're doing is taking human, human nature aspects and pasting it upon people that you don't share DNA with and having the same expectations of them that you do of your own family. That's not soul family. Soul family are souls who came in to help you to realize the intent, several intents perhaps that you had when you came here. We're not talking about contracts. We're not even going to get into that. We do not use this terminology and we're telling you what most of you believe about that is just a falsehood. You set intents before you come, but you are always beings of frequency who are energy with consciousness, who can make your own decisions, any decision you want, any creation you want at any point in time. Just because you set an intention before you come does not mean that you have to live within it for the rest of your life. Most of the intentions you set are to resolve frequencies that are not serving you, that are drawing to you what you don't want. These frequencies are formulated from all of your lives that you have lived and are currently living. Your past lives are not in the past. They're happening concurrently. That's why they're affecting you. It's a shared frequency, you see, going on between all aspects of you continually. Every aspect of you is living in the now moment, having an experience and sharing the frequency of that back and forth between the other aspects of you. You are an autonomous divine being. Your family are other autonomous divine beings who probably were functioning in the same frequency you were, and that's why you came in together to get it resolved. And that's why your family is dysfunctional. You call this dysfunction, we call this frequency. You all came in with a like frequency, waiting to see who would be the first to wake up and stop dancing the dance and help the entire construct of the family to begin to manifest relationships in a different way, you see. Many of you actually believe that you came in with your family because you owe them something. And if you aren't there to play whatever role you've been playing, that somehow you're not on your path anymore. You're not honoring your contract. We're telling you, you have a very perverted view of this. And this is not how it works. The family comes in together because you have a shared frequency. For some of you, that will be a very high frequency. And the experience of family will be a beautiful thing. For some of you, that won't be such a high frequency. And you will have much, much dysfunction that needs to be resolved. Let us say to all of you, wouldn't it be best to be the first one to understand that something needs to change? and to go on to live the rest of this incarnation with more beautiful relationships than con to continue to be in subjugation to the ones you think you owe them something. All that's going on is you have attracted one another to each other to have an incarnation to get it resolved, not to continue to perpetuate it and live within a construct or a frequency that is not serving you, you see. Your whole view of families is very skewed. 
Just because you share DNA does not mean that you have lost your autonomy as a divine being. You're not really a family on the other side of the veil. As energy with consciousness, you are connected to all that is, not just 10 or 12 people that you share blood relationship with who are closest to you. That's a very limited view of your own divinity. But that is the limited view that many of you are functioning within. And because of that, you're not happy with your familial relationships. It doesn't need to stay that way, you see. Do you understand? Yes, I learned a lot from you in the last course that we had on high-frequency relationships, uh, especially dealing with my family. We all want wonderful relationships. Many times our relationships fail. And this turns into a pattern that we have created that gives us a hard time getting out of. Can you help us understand why we operate this way? Well, we mentioned this earlier. The reason that you don't see the pattern is because you don't understand that it's programming. You're not looking for a solution within your own belief system. You are looking at the outward manifestation of a relationship that is uh, not working out, not uh, a, a relationship of love and respect. And you continually attract the same people, same types of people into your life. And you have this pattern that begins to develop, you see. And the fact that it's a pattern is a beautiful thing because this is what tells you it's frequency. You just keep doing the same thing. Even though it looks to you like you're doing it differently, you're not because you haven't changed your frequency. Maybe it's a different conversation. Maybe it's a different construct. Maybe it's a different person. But it always ends up the same way with the same two or three basic issues that permeate your relationships. This is the greatest evidence that we could possibly give you that it is frequency that you are functioning within when you're drawing these, these relationships to you. The pattern of it is the greatest evidence of the programming, you see? Where you go wrong in not being able to discern your own patterns is that no one has taught you yet. You have not yet formed a belief around the fact that you've even been programmed. So you don't know to look for it. Most of you, you are functioning as victims, yes? I draw these ones to me and then they hurt me. They hurt me. I am the victim. There are many upon the earth plane. The vast majority of those who take this course with us, they start out as victims. They're not victims when they leave the course. We program that right out of you. The first thing we want to say to you is this is all frequency and your frequency is something you have a choice about. If you have a pattern going on in your life, you need to change your frequency and that is your choice. When you realize the pattern, it's very empowering because you can understand that there's something that you can do to change it. None of you are victims. And we know that there are very many constructs within relationships, abuse and such, that is very difficult to deal with. We do cover this as well within the course. This too is frequency. You have to be incredibly objective as divine beings to understand this teaching and to be willing to embrace it. But we're telling you this is how it works. And these patterns are the evidence of the programming and the good news is the once you realize that, the once we teach it to you and you're willing to embrace it, uh, you can change it forever. You can decide to never inhabit that frequency again, not only in this incarnation, but in any incarnation ever, and resolve it forever. And that is really the process you're supposed to be about here on the earth plane, to come in and to resolve frequency, to come in and have an experience. From that experience, develop a belief. From that belief, develop a truth, and from that truth, create. You don't all have the same truth because you don't all have the same beliefs. And that's why you don't all create the same thing. You see, these patterns, they're valuable. 
but you have to have the objectivity to be willing to look at it. You know, earlier our channel was asking this one who is here with you today, uh, you know, how she felt about the fact that we are candid. This is one of the things we are very candid about. The third dimension taught you that you were victims. It taught you that you were powerless. This isn't true because it's what you believed, because you fell into fear, it's what you drew to self. Believe us when we say, when you are operating in fear, you're going to draw plenty of things into your life to reinforce to you that you have something to be afraid of, because like attracts like. If you have a fear, you, you will draw to you a fear construct to reinforce your belief, because that is how the law of attraction works. You have to deliberately step outside of the patterns of your life Make a conscious decision what it is that you want in your relationships and begin to manifest it. And that is what this course is about. And it can be very challenging. Your relationships go to the heart of who you are as a person and your connection and understanding of the other human beings in your life. It can be a profound process to really figure out how these things are coming to you and to do something about it. So one thing we would say about this course where the patterns is concerned is it takes a tremendous amount of courage to decide to function as a divine being, not just a human being. Your divine mind, the divine aspect of you, needs to come to bear upon your humanity in order to resolve these issues. And that is what the fifth dimension is about. It is about a higher form of energy that helps you to break out of the third dimension. The third dimension is the dimension of contrast, right, wrong, black, white, morality, polarity, you see, good, bad, doesn't work that way. If you loved self and drew to self only relationships with people who would love you because you love you and you're putting out that frequency and that's what you're drawing to self, all of the issues of right, wrong, victim, and morality would fall by the wayside because you would not be drawing to self those who didn't love you. Do you understand? What about the work environment? It seems like the work environment's a good example of having relationships that we may not really have chosen. We choose a job when we just get stuck with the relationships that go with it. And what can you say about that? We can say that that's not true. Every construct in your life has been drawn to you by your frequency. Would you agree with us that what you call job employment, these places where you are and you are part of a group making a contribution in some way to the world in which you live, that these are places of frequency. Would you agree with us that there can be one who owns the business, who has a certain frequency, and after a while, everyone will share that frequency? Because this one has the authority to share their frequency, whether it's a high-quality frequency or not. And all of you think, you believe, that you are in a position to have to take it. And pretty soon you start to inhabit the same frequency and draw to self the same types of relationships as the original frequency of the business. Would you agree with us on this? Absolutely. And this is how it works. It is still frequency. It's frequency happening on a grander scale. So to learn about relationships and to learn how to improve relationships within the workplace, uh, what we would say to you is the goal isn't really to improve them. The goal is to have a workplace that shares a frequency with you of honoring you and everyone else who works there. 
because when you work within an environment where you are being honored uh, and respected, chances are you're working with people who honor and respect one another. We believe, and we are certain of it, that if each of you were to go to work tomorrow after listening to this message and begin to pay attention to the frequency that permeates your workplace, you would find that you are either working with people who are happy or angry or sad or jealous, but all of those frequencies can be tracked back to whoever is sharing an overall frequency that the rest of you feel in subjugation to. Your bosses, your employers, yes? This whole concept that you are not individuals. You have bought into it. Each of you, each of you are able to attract a way to manifest the materiality that you need upon the earth plane by way of money or anything else that you need, the same way that you attract a, a relationship. There's no difference. There's no difference in how you go about creating it, none whatsoever. The only difference is in how you're viewing the process. Because you think it's different, you treat it different and thereby get different results. An example would be, you could have someone who believes in the manifestation of materiality very strongly. They sit down and they spend their time planning and manifesting what they want, and it comes to them, and they're having an enriching experience with materiality and money. But they are miserable in their job. It doesn't have to be that way, you see. You believe you can't do anything about the relationship, but you believe you can do something about the money. That's the only reason you're getting a different result. It's your own belief system. It's your own belief system. And when it comes to relationships, most of you, again, I am at work, I am a victim. You are never a victim. You are a divine being and you are God. You are creating in every moment the experience of your life. And if you don't like the employment you have now, you need to set about creating new employment. And you don't do that any differently than you create relationships. And relationships are a part of everything that you create. This is another reason why we wanted to begin there with one of the first courses that we offered is because relationships permeate everything that you do. You know, most of you, you go out and, and you were talking earlier about the manifestation of materiality of the money exchange, yes? You think of this very differently than you do the creation of relationships. So you don't create the money and create someone wonderful to share the money with to have a beautiful relationship. Many of you will create the money and then with a totally different frequency, you will create a relationship with someone and worry about whether or not they want your money. Yes, you call this marriage. We have some opinions on that as well. They don't have to be treated differently. The process of creation is the same. The process of frequency functioning within law of attraction is the same. Do you understand? Yes, thank you very much. And we really appreciate you being here with us tonight, talking about higher frequency relationships. Um, you did a great teaching and we as always like to thank you for that. And I think you also helped our listeners decide if this class is for them. And I really look forward to the start of this class and I look forward to being with you again. Thank you. Thank you for having us. We are here to be teachers and to be mentors. We are here to help you to move into the fifth dimensional energy that already encompasses this planet. You're living within it, but you're not experiencing it, most of you. Most of you are still inhabiting a third dimensional frequency instead of moving into a fifth. And all that is stopping you is your beliefs and your programming, not just in the area of relationships, but the, in every area of your life. And this is what we're here to help you with. We appreciate the opportunity for the teaching and the mentoring. We love you and we love you, and we will see you soon.
Welcome back, honey. Thank you. <clears throat> I just need a minute. While you're taking your minute, I have a quick question for Karen. Uh, Karen, you know, when you took the class last time, you get an audio of each session. Do you ever go back and listen to them? Do you continue trying to learn from them? Absolutely. I think it's really important um, that you try to remember the concepts and tools that you were taught from the collective. And there's so many different concepts to work on that it's important to, to have that information to go back to and reiterate what you learned. Um, you're going to always come across different um, things that happen in your relationship and it's nice to go back and say oh yeah I remembered we talked about that we had we had a course or a concept class on that so let's go back and listen to it so that's one of the great um, privileges of being in this class yeah you know for me you know I can learn something on on the night of the class and then you go back to work and you get back in your daily grind and Boy, it's nice to have that to go back and listen to again to, to refresh yourself, like you were saying. Yes, and I took plenty, plenty of notes, too. So I go back and look at my notes as well, because there's just so much. And, and somebody will bring up a concept in the class, one of your classmates that are in there, and you'll say, oh, that's great. And you'll write that down. And, and then if you go back and look in your notes, that just helps remind you of other things that you can be doing or thinking about. Absolutely. You know, I think, too, Karen, um, as you go through your relationships, it's not, it's not like they're just all stagnant. It's not like they're holding still, right? Right. So you, you could be in a variety of relationships all at different points in time, some that are just beginning, some that are ending, some that are lifelong. And, uh, you know, as things come up, then, then you have that to go back to. It's not like how your relationship is today is how it's going to stay forever. You know, that relationships are, it's a progression it's a progression. And I, I think uh, that's one of the reasons that we make that information available. We, we're not interested in just having you take the class and, and at the end of eight weeks, we think that you're all fixed. You know, it, it doesn't work that way. Uh, we, we, we can't take all the information we get in eight weeks and put it all together in a day. So it's really important that we make that available to you. Um, and that's one of the reasons that we do. I think for the programming on relationships, it runs really deep. I think for some people, you know, it, it might be a year to really get all that incorporated and to look at relationships and make decisions about, do you, do you want to stay in some relationships? Do you want new relationships? What do you want? You know, did, did you really have to make some decisions about what you wanted out of your relationships? I mean, I know for me, when we did this, at the end of it, I thought, you know, we discussed earlier that we never really thought of it as being so deliberate the deliberateness of the creation of a relationship was new, but also sitting down and making a list. You know, Rick and I sat down with our marriage. What do we want our marriage to be like? I think we were looking at it previously as, well, you're the way you are and I'm the way I am. And, and this is as good as it's going to get, even though it's great. You know, there's always room for improvement. And it really gave us a feeling of we could sit down and, and make real decisions about how we want to be with one another. Absolutely. You know, so I think one of those steps after the class is that whole, what do I want? I have figured out my programming. I know why I do the things that I do. Now that I know I can be deliberate about it, what do I want? Did you go through that where it might have been a little difficult to, to even be able to discern what you want or give yourself the ability to do that? Yes, and uh, I think one of the, the 
biggest um, obstacles for me was realizing that how I feel about myself, how I treat myself, really is how I was bringing forth in my relationships. If I wasn't honoring myself, I certainly wasn't honoring the relationships I was in. So there, there's just so much to this whole relationship deal that you have to, you really have to dig deep. Yeah, I agree. Well, we're going to wrap it up for tonight. We thank you so much for being with us. I would ask you one last question is, um, you know, what would you say to others about taking the course? I highly recommend it. Relationships are the foundation of our life and we want to make them work. We want to feel loving and accepted. Um, that's all we're truly looking for in this life is to be loved. And, and it starts with ourselves, but it, it also starts with our relationships. And um, going through a course like this, you're not going to get anything that works on such a basic level, but teaches you about your programming and why you do the things you do. I mean, you could go to take other classes, but they're going to give you do this one, two, three step but they don't really know who you are and what your problems are. This is a, an opportunity to really dig into your circumstance and figure out what's going on and resolve it and have tools to continue to work on all your relationships. So yeah, I, I say go for it because you will not regret it. Well, thank you so much, Karen. And thanks for being with us tonight. I really appreciate it. Rick, did you have anything else you wanted to say before we go tonight? Yeah, I wanted to thank Karen too for being with us tonight uh, and uh, as usual you and the collective and uh, all the listeners out there you know, we look forward to being with you again thank you for being with us. Yeah so I'm going to end tonight by just giving a little information about the class it's an online class you can go to kellythebo.com k-e-l-l-y-t-h-e-b-o.com and uh, just go to the top there under events the courses are listed there this particular class, Higher Frequency Relationships, starts on the 6th of September. It meets on Wednesday nights online from 6.30 to 8.30, and uh, it will be running until November 7th. Uh, we do have a couple uh, interruptions in there. I think we have an interruption with Halloween, perhaps, um, but it goes from the 6th of September to the 7th of November, Wednesday nights, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m., and it's kellythebo.com to find out more. And uh, for those of you listening, I hope that the message tonight uh, was a blessing to you. And uh, we love you, and we'll see you soon. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.